Welcome to the Create Magic Podcast, episode number 305. I hope that Tuesday is treating y'all well so far. For anyone just checking this out, this is a daily podcast I do about the artwork I post over on Instagram and my website every day. I like making stuff. It's super fun, and one of my favorite things to make is music. And it's been a minute, but I've been really getting back into it. I've shared a couple demos that I recorded in the garage a week or two ago, and I've got a few more in the works, but even more exciting than that is I've been uh, working on a new record with the guys from the Headies and working with Danny and Billy and hopefully soon Benny. But uh, as of for right now, just me, Danny and Billy have been kind of trading songs and working on them slowly. And man, it just feels so nice to hear a record take shape. I forgot how how gratifying it is and how much how much it's a different experience than creating the uh, silly drawings that I make here every day. And that made me think a lot about things like the stories that revolve around these bands we fall in love with, or at least I fell in love with, and like the ones that really meant something. And I, I wonder sometimes what kind of stories revolve around current musicians and current bands and, and things like that, and what what the mythology of music will be when Teddy's a little older to find his own thing musically, if that is his thing. But I, you know, things like the Ramones meant a lot to me and the stories around the Ramones were some of my favorites as far as like carrying guitars without cases in shopping bags on subways in New York or just the extreme boredom and how that led to beautiful artwork and sometimes the friction between the members and how that led to even more uh, amazing performances and even farther back when you look at like the uh, the garage movement and some of the proto-punk bands like the Sonics are one of my favorite examples. The, the mythology of the Sonics is just beautiful and to think about these young kids going into professional studios and ripping soundproofing off walls and putting holes in their cones of their amplifier speakers to create distorted and more live sounds, refusing to use more than one or two mics and just trying as hard as possible to keep what they viewed at that time as authenticity and rawness to this beautiful new raw, um, you know, powerful music that was evolving from the uh, from the suburbs. And yeah, I think there's just something gorgeous about those types of, of stories. And that made me think about my favorite thing with music, and that's power chords. I, I pretty much exclusively play power chords when I'm uh, writing songs. And I never even thought about when that started. And, you know, it's always been associated with rock and roll and punk rock and just simplifying things and I never looked up like where they came from or anything and you know I, I haven't done a ton of research even for this but I drew this last night and then this morning I was like I should at least like google power chords and see what the definition is and it's so funny because it relates in many more ways than I ever thought it could to the paranormal and the little drawing I did. So first, the drawing for today is a little goblin friend playing some uh, electrified guitar in front of a skull and some candles, and it says paranormal power chords. And my thought, besides everything I just said initially, was that power chords seem to be this uh, simplification 
and uh, refinement via that simplification in communicating this magic that is music. It, it takes, you know, only two notes. And it's funny because now I'll get into the definition that I read here, but apparently a chord has to have three notes. So a power chord technically is not even a chord, which is my favorite and, you know, lines up with just the liminality and weirdness of the paranormal so well. But yeah, so just the first thing that came up on Google is a power chord is the root, fifth, and octave sometimes. A chord is three or more different notes. Since the root and the octave are the same note, that's only two notes. That's usually what tricks people into thinking power chords are chords. So it's you know obviously saying that power chords are not chords. It's a a power chord is a two note two note chord is the next thing that comes up, and a two note chord is a nice little oxymoron there. And I mean talk about lessons in paradoxical thinking. Power chords are a beautiful example of that. And anytime you listen to um, somebody play. A, anything that's meant to be fast or dirty or you know powerful in the way that punk and rock and roll were when they first came out they're they're usually utilizing these chords because that's that's what they're best for is, is simple communi communication and sometimes I think maybe even though the paranormal is very complex it is novelty's simplest form of communication to kind of uh, get in our ear holes and remind us that shit's weird out there so that's where I'm going to leave it today. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday, and I will be talking to you tomorrow. Bye. Flashing lights as I drive down the Northeast Extension tonight. Nothing but failures on my mind. The air is tight, the water's dense, the man of tomorrow takes his last breath. Driving south, driving south, driving south to die tonight.